Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 223 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast Premier Video Game Podcast. Just realized that none of that was recorded. Anyways, it'll be on the Twitch and YouTube page. You can go watch those. The pre-show, we had a very entertaining pre-show over the past 10 minutes or so. If you haven't joined us early in our recording sessions before, come for the pigeons. Given the master- masturbatory talks to young adolescents. <laughs> <laughs> what now the you hell have, are you talking kids. about? I don't know. It was going to go crazy. It was going to go off the, the rails there. Uh, tonight, the PS5 just got more expensive. Why? Quantic Dream is being acquired. By whom? Some very Cesar news, question mark. Fund these games, it says in the follow-up. They might have already been funded. As I see Cesar scrolling through the <laughs> notes. <laughs> Sony acquiring mobile game developer. Maybe we'll get a follow-up to that Uncharted card game thing that they had so many years ago. Got a uh, betrayal. Yeah, and we have your September Games with Gold and PlayStation Plus games across all PlayStation Plus tiers. There's a lot to cover in that one. We'll try to skip through this other stuff. I am Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Newsmaster Brant McKee. What's up, sir? And uh, Lore Master and fellow member of Mike Tyson Mysteries, Cesar Concepcion the second. I'm okay with this, yeah. You'd be part of the Scooby-Doo ragtag um, teenager solving mysteries? Uh, as many times as many of the side characters that everybody seems to be that red shirt guy from Star Trek, and they pretty much die <laughs> off every episode. That would I would probably die in an episode, so I probably would make it outside of it, outside of the core four that survives. So, oh, it was a Family Guy bit one time. They were like, "The landing party will consist of myself, Mr. Spock, and Ensign Ricky." <laughs> they flash to Ensign Ricky. He's got a red shirt, and he's like, "Oh crap." <laughs> <laughs> Yes, the landing party will consist of myself, Mr. Spock, and Ensign Ricky. <laughs> hey, some, somebody's got to die every episode. <laughs> it was Ensign Ricky. <laughs> How you keep the drama going? Uh, once we figured out the formula. All right, this comes from The Verge. Sony hikes price of PS5 in Europe, Japan, and more. It blames global economic challenges for the change. Uh, this comes from not Windows Central's own Tom Warren. <laughs> the Verge's Tom Warren. Uh, Sony's increasing its PS5 prices in the UK, Europe, Japan, China, Australia, Mexico, and Canada. Prices are jumping by 10% in Europe, 21% in Japan. Wow. And by around 6% in the UK as inflation rates impact Sony and many other companies. While Sony is increasing PS5 prices in many parts of the world, it says there won't be a price increase in the US. Uh, They will remain uh, confidently on the secondhand market for upwards of a thousand dollars. That part is not in the article. I added that bit. Yeah. Um, these are all the major markets except us, right? At this point, and yeah. even even uh, Canada's NTSC. Um, Jim Ryan says we're seeing high global inflation rates as well as adverse currency trends impacting consumers and creating pressure on many industries. Based on these challenging economic conditions, I can no longer endorse Gran Turismo 2 as a good game. Uh, SIE has made the difficult decision to increase the recommended retail price of PlayStation 5 in select markets that we just read there. And that goes into effect September 15th. So make sure you run out there and get a PlayStation 5 off store shelves before September 15th to secure your, uh, if you're in Canada, I guess. That's our closest. Oh, Canada and Mexico. We're surrounded. 
I, I just loved how on the heels of this, like Microsoft and Nintendo had to come out and go, yeah, we're not raising prices. I thought I had seen the Xbox was going up in certain uh, areas. I thought it was only Nintendo that was staying. Xbox didn't get a bump anywhere. Hmm. Not that I saw. Okay, I, I, I think it's because the U.S. dollar is so damn strong. I mean, I, I looked up just I, I just looked up the currency. So if we take the the disk drive PS5 and convert uh-huh. it to U.S. dollars, it's cheaper for me to buy from Japan than it is to buy from here. It's four hundred thirty-three dollars for a disk drive one PS5 oh. after the in conversion of of the upgraded price here. Oh. Right. So it's just a strong dollar against all this other stuff. That's that's why we haven't got affected. Yeah. Because now is the I think I've seen people mentioning now is the time to buy some import stuff if you're really gunning for it. I've been buying a lot of digital manga, man. They're like two bucks off the app I have. It's like they try to stop me, man. I I I, I did a. They a tried to stop me, man. <laughs> I did run a girlfriend and I tried to buy it like the first ten volumes and it was like the first ten volumes I was buying them it was like thirty bucks and it's like if I would have bought them separately here it would have been hundred dollars. Then they try to block me. They were like, you can buy this, but you can't use PayPal. You have to use some kind of other form of payment because PayPal's blocked for this one particular manga and I had to like go around and go through Amazon Japan. And like they don't they didn't know how to Amazon Japan account. So I just went in there and just used my Amazon Japan account to buy this. <laughs> I got those bastards. But yeah, they're, they're trying to block you from buying stuff now because it's so so cheap to buy stuff in Japan right now. So cheap. Like I mean literally there's um there's a visual novel that I bought off of Amazon Japan. I think it's like Thirteen dollars, and it's like twenty-four regularly in Play Asia. I'm like I'm just been locking in stuff over there, man. So are you hurting? Are you hurting their vendors by taking advantage of these pricing things? I mean, the, or the the a sale is a sale. It, it's it's their currency. I think my car handles the conversion, so I don't think it matters. I think they get their money either way, but right. I I just a sale is a sale, like you said. I don't know, man. I don't know the economics behind it, so it all depends on what they do in the back end. So, right. I can't speak on it because I don't know. But I mean, right now, Brand Richard is. Uh, if you guys want anything for Japan, now is the time to fucking go in. So, I imported those yeah. Xbox games about a month ago. I think I got like six or seven original Xbox games that I had had my eye on, and they for some reason were like super cheap at that point. So I think that was kind of the start of what was going on. I've seen uh, Chris Kohler mention it on Twitter too that he's been eyeballing some stuff. Yeah, now now's the time to go, man. Now's the time to go before it, uh, it starts recovering. Because uh, it's the same thing with uh, Europe. I'm, I've been ordering stuff from uh, Amazon Spain because it's been it's cheap. It's cheap. What are you getting from there, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, is it safe to talk about in this podcast? It's probably not safe to talk about in this podcast. Okay, I, I just. Bought some yeah, Nintendo Switch games that are not allowed to be sold over here. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, that's yeah, but they're allowed to be sold in Europe. So, I always wondered why. I didn't wonder why. Uh, the appeal of retro games for NTSC is probably universal for us, for like US and Japan and Canada and things like that, right? Yeah. It, when you start getting into PAL stuff, when you have like cartridges and 32-bit and stuff like that. It doesn't run right on anything here. So that's always like I've never collected any pal anything. It's it's always just kind of been a I guess it's a dirty thing to us. Like it doesn't run yeah. right. We don't want that. We don't want that slow. It hurts thing. you. Yeah. No, I'm not buying anything retro from Europe. No, 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 no. No. And I that's why I was curious about Amazon mm-hmm. Spain. No, it's just it's just physical copies of Switch games that like, you know, they got their versions of uh 
we got limited run over here. They got red art over there. So that it's everybody red art. It takes forever to get yeah. shipped out, you know. Like if you go on their Twitter page, it's like you guys suck. The same people that bitch about limited run, <laughs> they're on their bitching about red art. Everybody's got their own limited run in their own region. So, oh, Brant, limited run uh, update. What what are you waiting on, and has it shipped? Klonoa. Uh, I actually just got something this week. Okay. That is oh, the Blood Rain collection. Blood, Blood Rain, Rain collection revamped. Got to stream some of that, Brant. I want to watch that. That shit's good. I want to watch some of it. <laughs> it's it's been years since I've played played those games so hold up decently or is it nostalgic uh, i don't know i i haven't pop, popped them in or anything okay so. but they are revamped so we'll see how revamped is revamped how well do you know your vampage are you going to be able to like when the vampage is on screen are you going to be able to tell a difference in the post vamp and the new vamp but i mean in in standard they don't do it for all their games mm-hmm but I love, I mean, it's a PS2 game anyway. You open it up, got a full manual. Oh. And it's, I mean, it's got the controls, the yeah. the, the staff and everything. That's something you, something you don't see much anymore. And it, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a full manual. So, and it's in both. I, I'm like, ah, the good old days. That's very cool. Nothing was better than going to the game store, finally getting your game. And on the ride back home, you you get it open, you start Flip pouring over the manual. The manual. Uh, you read the backstory because remember, a lot of the times that's how you got the backstory to the game, yeah. like whatever they had come up with. It's not just <laughs> Sonic. Yeah, because the, the game the just right. started. <laughs> yeah, game just starts. But this actually tells you like why Sonic is there and what he's looking for and that kind of thing. My favorite memory of that is getting Ocarina of Time from Kmart, and then Russell and I just like looking at the different moves that Link had, where he's picking up rocks and. Vividly remember that and how great that manual was. I still have that box and manual. All right, you hopefully some, you love some Kmart, man. Uh, I've got a lot of Kmart stories, don't I? Yeah, if uh, if only they were still around, you could be plugging them in. I was buying video games at Kmart up until Kmart is no more. Do you remember that guy that was doing the coupon stuff, like Josh something? Did you get on that train when they were doing their coupon stuff? Uh, towards the tail end of it, like yeah. that was like what a year before they killed that out. Because I remember going yeah. on the cheap ass gamer and 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 uh, like they would like oh this week's coupons and like you had to like lock in the system and buy certain things or claim certain. It's been so long, man. Well, a lot of the times a purchase of like when once you started you were good because it would be with the purchase of a game you got a ten or fifteen dollar coupon towards the next one. Yeah. So once you started the chain, you just kept it going. Like I got Portal Two that way, Mortal Kombat that reboot that came out. So you're, you're telling uh, me you just you just flee with Mac it all the way through? <laughs> yes, it was a chain, <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't a rumor. I don't know <laughs> what was ah. the other what was the other context. Damn it! Uh, right. I'm, I'm I'm slipping on my uh, flee with Mac knowledge. Oh, update. Uh, apparently, I am waiting on Axiom Verge. It says they're ready. So, what does that even fucking mean? I think I ordered that too. Axiom Verge one and two double pack. It just it said. What's weird is that says it's ready. Uh, what does that mean? What does ready mean? You're not playing it, right? No, but the 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 revamped uh, dual pack that I got says mm. in production. Doesn't even have it updated as. That it's shipped or anything. And you just showed us your copy of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just got it this week. I think there was once where they shipped me two copies of the same game on accident. I think they've only done that, like it was a 
some PlayStation VR game. I was like, how do I get two of these? And I didn't know. So it's not bad. I questioned myself. I was like, oh, maybe I woke up drunk. And it's like, oh, I need to order this and ordered it again. But I, I, I double checked <laughs> and added my emails, and that wasn't what I did. So I love when those drunk slash fever dream purchases show up. It's like, oh, yeah. I'll miss out on this one a.m. waking up checking oh, my Twitter feed. There's eighty five five dollar games on BestBuy.com. I'm like, what's fucking happening? Just add everything to cart, figure it out later. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, did, I did get Axiom Verge. It's back there. I just completely forgot. But it still says in progress or ready. No, it, it's a it, yeah, it said ready. So what does that mean? I don't know. There's still there's still angry people that still haven't gotten their um, Scott Pilgrim. So gosh, that's that's been a yeah. minute. Like they, they another... bought like the super duper collector's edition and like mm-hmm. they haven't the, gotten yet, the so. player one podcast that I listened to. He uh, Phil Theobald does not have his yet either. <laughs> All right, let's move along in the news. Quantic Dream is being acquired by NetEase. The Heavy Rain developer will be the Chinese company's first European studio. This comes from noted author Chris Scullion at VideoGameChronicle.com. NetEase has agreed to acquire Quantic Dream for an undisclosed sum. In a press release issued by the Chinese company, it was stated that the Paris-based studio behind such narrative games as Heavy Rain, one of my all-time favorite titles, Detroit Become Human and Beyond Two Souls will continue to operate independently after the deal. Press X for Sean. Oh, God. Wait, what was that? What did I? Press X what? Press X for Sean. Press X for Sean. And Jason. Jason. I just remember the Sean glitch where he's screaming Sean. Or the- <laughs> Sean. That's another Sean. favorite. <laughs> the news comes in the wake of allegations of a toxic workplace culture that the studio has been struggling to shake off, as well as a recent X-Fire report, which claimed the company was struggling to attract talent in the face of fierce competition, and that as a result, its upcoming Star Wars Eclipse will likely not be released until at least 2027. Hopefully I'll be alive to play that game. long (laughs) way away. Yeah, we saw some of that. What was that, E3-ish? Or before E3? Well, that was like announced. There was was nothing to show. They just announced and had that little title card. We got, got, what, the Disney show happening next Saturday for the games? So Mm, might get something. It's coming up soon. I imagine if we're going to get anything, it's going to be during that show. So Yeah. Ooh, not if according to this, it's 2027. <laughs> I'll show another image. Static yeah. image. Uh, there's Concept a quote art. from the, quote from the CEO, quote from NetEase, Quantic <laughs> Dream. What? <laughs> quote from the janitor in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Pass the mic over. Quote from Cesar, quoting the janitor. Uh, yeah, me quoting the guy, quoting the article, quoting, uh, quoting quotables. <laughs> this know. person says, per my email, uh, <laughs> earlier email... How did you get uh, in here? That's what I'll say in my quote. How did you get in here? Uh, they they do end with noting that Capcom veteran Hiroyuki Kobayashi, who began his career as a programmer on the original Resident Evil before going to, on to produce the Dino Crisis series, revealed that he had left Capcom to join NetEase. Yeah, it was like it, March, didn't he? Like they just announced it, but he left like early this year. Yeah. Yeah, Tencent NetEase is uh, almost like the Embracer group of, I guess they were the first Embracer group, right? They yeah, were embracing before Embracer. They kind of took a break within the last couple of years. Now they've been ramping up again. Because they grabbed up PUBG and there was other couple big ones that I remember us talking about years ago on the podcast. Years ago on the podcast. You like that? What was the other one? There was that one where them and Sony were competing for that multiplayer company, right? Didn't they get them? I think you're right. I vaguely remember they, that. They own like certain affinity, you know, like a whole bunch of different multiplayer base companies all together in that conglomerate 
Did they get Riot Games? Was that part of their one of their sprees as well? I don't know. I, I remember they tried to get uh, SNK before they got sold to Saudi Arabia. So, right, uh, so they can uh, sit right next to the Live Golf. I'm, I'm wondering if SNK will do a Live Golf game since they're all got the same owner. That's getting weirder and weirder. I thought it was going to kind of plateau and even out, but it's getting stranger and stranger. This um, so some context for Brant, maybe for our listeners too. Brant, there's a there's been a major the major PGA the the major golf. Um, oh yeah, I, I know. Okay, because I heard yeah, so, I heard Tiger uh, turned down. Yeah, lots of money. Multi multi million dollar deal. But it seems like every other week they're landing like three or four people, like they're bringing them in to this new format and this Saudi funded league and that kind of thing. So Man, they only play like, like, like what, eight like times same. a year when I was looking at their calendar. Yeah, right? it's weird. And guaranteed money, like they're not having to make cuts and, and things like that. And they still so, play. They still play in the European league, right? It's only the PGA they're getting banned, right? Only the PGA. And they still go to majors. The majors are outside of PGA. So, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, Sergio can come play the Masters, even though he's a live competitor, that kind of stuff. Um, Yeah, it's getting weirder and weirder. And we haven't really seen game companies make any sort of stands with this stuff. So I'm not sure if that's something that's going to come up. But I think as if the PGA live golf thing keeps going, I think there's going to be more of a – more context and more conversation with that stuff. I, yeah. I would imagine. I mean, you, you're paying all that money. You're going to market those people. So I, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a game at some point. You would think like these Chinese companies, it would be causing a stir over the past couple of years of Chinese influence and um, supposed interference and trying to be more or less reliant on Chinese goods and services and backing. And that, that doesn't seem like the right bedfellow, does it? I mean, I don't, I don't know this stuff 100%, but the way some of th- these things shake out, you wouldn't think that that was the way things were going. But this is, as Cesar pointed out with the European PGA Tour, Quantic Dream is a French studio, if I remember right. They are French, yeah. 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 So I guess the rights to the David Bowie Dreamcast game now belong with NetEase. <laughs> Maybe they can afford a remaster. Maybe they can now. Maybe this is what gets us Omicron <laughs> Nomad Soul remastered. Yeah, David Cage is like, finally, he's he's small. I got a company that'll pay for it. At last. At last. My dream has come true. <laughs> he's been waiting years to pitch it. It's finally in my uh, wheelhouse. Another game. Uh, they do note videogameschronicle.com. Does note last year the company, the second largest games company in China behind Tencent, also acquired No More Heroes developer Grasshopper Manufacturer. Oh yeah, for Mm-hmm. All right, Cesar. Speaking of, this is your piece of the pie, sir. We're moving into Cesar news. Sure. Cesar, tell us about the game that you, I'm assuming, did not fund. Neither one of them. Cannot and... confirm or deny, or cannot endorse. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to confirm. You're not going to deny, and you're absolutely going to endorse. What is it, sir? Uh, this from. Imatsu from uh, Sal Romano, the one and only. The one and only. The one and only. So uh, good, he's the only one that can work there. <laughs> the Wild Arms and Shadow Hearts creators launch a double Kickstarter campaign for a spiritual successor, Arm, Fantasia, and Pennyblood. Uh, titled from the Wild Bunch Productions, which sounds like a ripoff of a 80s acting club. Yeah, yeah, that's um, got, it's definitely got Emilio Estevez in it, right? He, he has to be... Charlie Sheen. 
<laughs> it's like it's like yeah it's like if they ever did like the company video like in um the office it's going to be done by christian slater where he goes around it's like yeah this is the wall bunch studios it's where the games were made uh, <laughs> i was expecting many 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 different names christian slater got me man <laughs> that one got me <laughs> Because nobody, yeah, and who th- who tosses out Christian Slater? And you're, unless you're talking about iRobot, but uh, or not iRobot, but um, but that TV show was on recently. I forgot what it was. Um, Mr. Robot, Mr. Robot, Mr. Robot. Yeah, sorry, I went straight to now the I, thing. So. Now I want a damn office narration from Christian Slater. Like, go anywhere, just do any interview anybody's offices. Yeah. Just him talking it up. Um, so yeah, Wild Bunch Productions, the company founded by the core team behind Wild Arms and Yuki Kaze. A uh, company founded by the core team that created Shadow Hearts. None of these games are currently being made or the licenses are being used. Uh, so they collectively decided to market it together, what they called um, From Arm Fantasia to the End of the Wilderness and Penny Blood, which is a double Kickstarter for large-scale Japanese RPGs. And the Kickstarter launched on August 29th. Uh, and then I think less than 24 hours it was funded seven hundred fifty thousand dollars is what they needed to fund the games uh like in less than two days mm -hmm. and they had a consoles uh, console i'm sorry no you're good there's a console stretch goal that they just hit today i saw the initial seven hundred fifty thousand was for pc only and Mm -hmm. then as you just mentioned one million was uh they get the ps5 and series x and if there is a new nintendo hardware at the time that I like that. We're to that point. New Nintendo hardware. That thing. I mean, the Eden Heroes 1 did the same thing. They're like, oh, we're just going to mm-hmm. put on Switch now. So I'm like, because they remember they're like, new Nintendo console. New Nintendo hardware. And we know that's not happening because if Sony's raising their prices and Nintendo's like, nah, we're good. We just keep rocking the old shit. So, yep. um, yeah. And so I think they got this, uh, what they said in here from Sal's, I think the Kickstarter campaign will also integrate a combo meter that affects their stretch goals and so far it's been like slowly revealing what the stretch goals are as they go through so it's not like the one where we when we did uh shimu 3 where like laid everything out like hey if you hit this much blah 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 you know and um because yeah. that it blew past all those didn't it didn't yeah, shinmu go they had to start creating I mean, stuff i'm like something crazy yeah. yeah so like this one i guess as they're just gonna go as they as they come along, but uh, I think it doesn't stay on here from Sal, but uh, I think their target date was what March 2025. That's when I looked on the Kickstarter. Um, just want to live long enough. Just want to live long enough to play Arm Fantasia. That's all I care about. Get me there, because I, I do I do have all the Wild Arms and I do have all the Shadow Hearts, including a uh, Coldeca, which was the prequel. So mm-hmm. I'm down for this. So. Hopefully you guys will uh, pledge as well. Because I think mine was like $109, and I got like both games. I think the prices are going to go up at some point. So Yeah, this battle system looks really cool, especially for Arm Fantasia. It's it's Wild Arms. You look at it, it's fucking Wild Arms. And yeah. Penny Blood's fucking Shadow Hearts. So it, these are not, these are these games. So Yes. And they already look like they have the rights. You know, you see some Kickstarters just kind of get sh- shit out there. <laughs> We want to do a thing, but you got to help us. And it, I get I get that that's what Kickstarter's for, right? It's for all methods, and they can be at different builds and things like that. But the, they brought it they brought it to this initial part of this campaign to to show off what they had. And it's obviously convinced Cesar, but you might have had Cesar without the video. But they're, they're clips. I didn't watch released. any video. You had me a Shadow Hearts, man. <laughs> yeah. 
but uh, it looks good. It looks like uh, it looks like a, a product worth backing, like Shinmu Three was when we did it in the theater. The thing, or Bloodstain. We that didn't see anything. They just announced it. Yeah, we did Bloodstained as well, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yep. My name's in the credits somewhere. Brant's favorite game <laughs> of all time. Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. I gotta I have to actually sit down and watch it. I'm top for the shit. It's like 100 million people in that credit scene. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot, but, for sure. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, so, super excited about that. Hopefully, uh, I mean, those are funded, so hopefully they'll come out sometime soon and I push back to 2030. Oh. Why'd you add another five years? Like another presidential? It's, it's, kick, it's Kickstarter. I literally, we had this conversation where I have that uh, visual novel that I Kickstarter for the, the Vita and it got pushed to PC because they don't make Vita games anymore. Because so. the Vita ran out. <laughs> Vita ran out of its lifespan. And they still have, I still have not got my copy that I pledged in 2016. Was it Oof. six years? It's been six years since I, I funded that thing. And they keep guaranteeing me it's coming. It's coming. Hey, it's coming. They have not updated in the last six months of the progress of the game where they, if I look at the the last update, they're like, we magically found this bug that broke the game and we have to recode the game is what they were telling us. Wow. And we're doing it with the outside company. And then we haven't heard anything for six months. Like I, I go to that page now, I guarantee everybody's bitching like, I haven't heard shit in six months. Where are you? I'm like, that money's gone, man. That's, I ain't getting that $60 oh. back. So I was like, Brant, you're complaining about your limited run games. Come see me. 2016, six years gotcha, ago. Man. 2016 for a visual novel. Is there any way to, I mean, you're obviously playing the long game, but is there any way to get your money back from that one? I think, um, I, I'm sure it's, Kickstarter's got to be like a. They have to have a limitation, right? There, there, the, there's something the where if you request something, you have to. Well, I mean, they put that thing up there like, hey, you know, you're investing in things, you can get fucked. You know, it happens. Yeah. People have gotten fucked before. So, you know, it, it, it's. It's the possibilities there. So I'm not, there. There's some like when they when they gave up the Vita version, like hey, we're not gonna be able to make the Vita version because they're not making Vita games anymore. They get people refunds on that one. I just stuck okay. with it. It's like I got a PC, I'll run it on a PC. I just wanted a translation of the visual novel. So I was like, that's fine. I wanted to play this game anyways. So correct me if uh, I'm wrong. Didn't Bloodstain wasn't Bloodstain meant for Vita and they transitioned it to Switch or for Wii U maybe to Switch? Yeah. Wii U then Switch, yeah, because okay. it ran like shit on Wii U. <laughs> Oh boy! But then it ran like shit on Switch, so I don't know. That's that <laughs> yeah. was a brand preferred version, anyway. So, oh man, did you play it on Switch, Brent? I think remember, remember you yeah, that part? but I I, I you waited did after, like, like seven years of patches. They did, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. I Patch waited City. like a year and a half after it had been out for all the patches. So I just want you to take that cartridge and throw in the trash because that digital copy is <laughs> the only true way to play it. So I've like, got yeah. a sealed, I've got a sealed one. I've got my Kickstarter backer one with the bloodstained cardboard and all that that I left in that state. Because I almost feel like by the time we got it, it was on Game Pass. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I have, I have free ways of playing this game at this point. And I think I've gotten it on Humble, the Humble Bundle bullshit, yeah. the monthly thing. I think they gave it on PC at some point. I, I'm the same way. Yeah. I mean, they just yeah, did a fucking journey update, too. So I'm like, I don't even know where that fits in the lore of that fucking game. So did she just walk through a portal and she's in the journey world? I don't know what's happening. So is Bloodstained the new Shovel Knight where it just gets support for like 10 years and then they finally announce a different one? I thought I could have sworn he was making another one, right? Then they say like, "Hey, there's gonna be a sequel at some point," and they just haven't said shit about it, right? I don't know, man. You're 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 the you're the ego expert over here, man. I mean, they they did. Uh, you wouldn't know. Stain. You got the, you got your your hand on the pulse of ego. You're on his Twitter, and y'all best friends on Twitter, man. Let's go uh, there, and like, hey, where's the game coming? It's like, Brent, don't worry, man. I'm working on it. 
<laughs> Give me Symphony of the Night too, sir. That's all I can ask for. Brant turns around uh, his chair. Ega's behind him. Work faster. You want to comment on this? <laughs> <laughs> Work faster. Oh, shit. Him and his little cowboy hat. You hear that? There's a new Brant's wild arms coming. Sweatshop inside his, uh, his gaming room. <laughs> I open up the closet. Get to work, Ega. <laughs> There's a new I wild arms coming. <laughs> I see you sleeping. See you sleeping. He's the new Kojima. <laughs> Brant's the new Konami. <laughs> This'll never sell. I'll put you in a corner. Stop funding uh, when the game's 90% complete. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, This also is from Chris Scullion at Video Video Game Chronicle. Video Games. Video Games Chronicle.com. Is your your Video Games Chronicle hosted by the Pac-Man World Repack? Uh, What do you got in your ads? Uh, Made in Abyss. I see... Oh, what I have up here. Oh, I have a C Jason Momoa's series on Apple TV Plus. Oh, which I haven't seen yet. And I still they're already on the final season. I think like, there's been four of those things. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, I just saw that part. I can't confirm, Cesar. This is the final season. It's the final season. Sony acquires a mobile studio while promising it won't diminish its commitment to players. Savage Game Studios is the first in the PlayStation Studios family to focus on mobile. This is a post from the official PlayStation blog. PlayStation Studios head Herman Hulst welcomed German developer Savage Game Studios to the PlayStation Studios family while also explaining mobile's upcoming role in expanding its community. Although Savage is relatively new because I went and looked on their website. I was like, who the hell is this? What have they made? Uh, Although Savage Savage is relatively new studio developed, established in 2020, it was co-founded by veteran mobile developers Mikhail Katkoff of Rovio and Zynga, Najim Ajir from Wargaming and Rovio, and Michael McManus from Wargaming and Insomniac. Hmm. Holst also seemingly attempted to preempt any negativity from players that would result in a mobile developer being added to the PlayStation Studios profile. Do y'all not have uh, phones? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who would play games on these? <laughs> Uh, as we assured you before, with our plans to bring select titles to PC, our efforts beyond console in no way diminish our commitment to the PlayStation community, nor our passion to keep making amazing single-player and narrative-driven experiences, Halst reassured players. Our mobile gaming efforts will be similarly addictive. Additive. Similarly additive. I was like, man, how could they put addictive in there? But I misread that. That is a misquote. Our mobile gaming efforts will be similarly additive additive providing more ways for more people to engage with our content and striving to reach new audiences unfamiliar with playstation and our games so that's another uh so in case anybody forgot playstation already did this Uh, it seems like 10 years ago right like are we in this cycle again well they not only made a handful of actual mobile games if you remember along with the vita they had like PlayStation Mobile, yep. and they had that. Um, I don't. At that point, I don't think it was the Ericsson. What were they calling it? Because there Ericsson. was somewhat. It, it was Bio. still Ericsson. That PlayStation phone. Eric, Eric, Ericsson's always been their phones. Ericsson's okay. always been their phones. It's it was a still European company they bought. It was just a different line of the. the I don't Ericsson. think I, I don't think they have them anymore. Is when you bring it up. No, 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 no. Like the BIOS, but. That still magically show up at certain press conferences. I was about to say, Mark Cerny has a vial. He probably got a damn Sony Ericsson phone with the singular wireless man on it. But they opened up, like, 
I, the it orange was like, mm-hmm. oh, they 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 opened up like a PlayStation Mobile um, app store, and that was something that was cross between like the mobile market, and then you could also purchase those on the Vita and all of no, this. And then there's like there's no way they close years, that servers down, right, Brand? There's PS3 no way they close stuff. down. You can't re-download any of those games you purchased off there. Yeah, there's no and, way. And then it was like what two years, three years later, they closed. They just closed it. And there's yeah, there's no way you can get any of those anymore. Well, legitimately, even if you paid for them, you can get an alternate. Day. You can get an alternate storefront to yeah. Thankfully, service your PlayStation Mobile needs. Yeah, alternate storefronts exist uh, for preservation purposes. Yeah, I know that's a big thing. Like when they shut down Flash, all those games oh, went yeah. away and. All the old game loft games that just vanished from iOS and Android stores. I don't know. It's sure. We'll see what comes of it, right? But what even is that mobile presence anymore? Candy Crush, know. Uncharted themed Candy Crush. Microsoft <laughs> made all that money for Activision for half that shit. So yeah, that's that's what they claim is they want it for. A potential mobile market. I, I mean, feel no, like... Go ahead, Brant. Nintendo's getting in there. I mean, they've been... I feel like they've been the market leader, right? With uh, Fire Emblem. Mario Run was still pretty profitable. It wasn't, like, crazy. Yeah, that was the first one. But then they realized, eh, we gotta switch it up. We can't... You know, we gotta we gotta do that, like, free-to-play model. So. Yeah. I mean, they're just now shutting down Dragonly Lost now, right? It shuts down in a couple months. So. I did yeah. see that, too. I remember that launch when we were at the beach one year, Cesar. Um, What is the other big Nintendo one? Fire Emblem makes them a shit ton of money. Is that their... Fire, Fire Emblem. Is that their whale? Big one. Yes. Yeah. I mean, all the Pokemon stuff. There's that Pokemon right. EX Masters and the Pokemon Unite. and all. I mean, it's all got Nintendo's name tied to it as well. Mario Kart so, is Mario Kart Tour making Mario them? Kart Tour. So I, I don't know how much money that's making them. Animal Crossing, something was, what was that? It was like a camping one. Who knows? I, I just remember the, the thing you that... had to go in and wave at people and answer I, questions and stuff. Yeah. I don't remember. I never downloaded it, but I heard. I, I, or uh, Richard's favorite uh, Nintendo mobile game of all time was it Tamodachi Life? <laughs> Tamodachi Life. Weird photos. Which one's the one I was running around in a dress in? Was that the that Animal Crossing one? Life. And you was me, one? And you're, I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. I was like, <laughs> and you're like, what? Are, what? Are, what is even this game is? And it was like you and lingerie and shit. And I'm like, what is happening? So yeah, I'm like, what? I had naughty. I had a naughty outfit. <laughs> hey, what other Nintendo game can you do that in? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what this turns into. Good luck to Savage Game Studios. And since uh, PlayStation went on their spree and we're part of the PlayStation Studios family, uh, <laughs> welcome to the family, Savage Game Studios, from No Podcast. All right, somebody tell me what these lames with gold are. I don't even think we oh. have to... Oh, there's a good game in here. Never mind. Yeah, there's, there's a pretty good one. And potentially there. two good games. I'm waiting for my oldest child to discover uh, this copy of Thrillville that I laid out for them. Because they're uh, seemingly into park builders. So, uh, available all this month... Uh, will be, let's see, Gods Will Fall, uh, September 16th through... Godfall? O- no, no, Gods Will Fall. 
We keep bringing it up every week. We keep fucking around with Godfall. It's going to yeah. be another one. I don't think any of us have played it, though. So, And at this point, we've gotten part of it free on... <laughs> like, PlayStation wouldn't even give the whole thing away. They're like, uh, you could have basically a demo for free. <laughs> yeah. You get the base campaign. Uh, no, it's not the base. You get, like... There's like an end portion of the game if you want to actually play through the That's story. That's all it is. You gotta buy- I yes. thought it was like the intro to the game. No, it was it's the outro wasn't even to the that. Game. It wasn't even that. They want to get you hooked by having you already powered up with good shit. They want your god to fall. Uh, Double Kick Heroes. I know nothing about this one. I don't know. And then there's two 360 offerings. The last ones. Or wait, no Never. one. Let's see. Saints Row 2. That is incorrect in the article. That's what it says. Read the description. No, Summer doesn't have to ever end when you get to build your own amusement park. I don't think you did that in Saints Row 2. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This one's messed up. Yeah, they screwed that up. Yep. It's Thrillville. It's actually Thrillville. Yeah. That's actually, that's not even a 360 game. They have it up there in the top as a Xbox game. I guess that one's backwards compatible with three six with um Xbox to three sixty. That seems kind of weird. Guess were uh, those players able to play the other games we got like Black? Did they get a license for that on three sixty? I have no clue. I don't know how that That's a good question, right? Why does it say it's an Xbox 360 game when we know it's an original Xbox title? I Unless they know. put the wrong thumbnail on here. Was um, Thrillville... I remember selling this game. Did it come out for 360? It came out for like PS2, Wii, Xbox, GameCube. It was that generation. I don't know. Just Send see. your comments to nofodcast at gmail.com. Russell's still checking those. Yeah, he's still pouring <laughs> through the email box. All those emails we get. <laughs> That's why it's been on for three or four years. All right. <clears throat> He's still looking. <laughs> uh, and the last one is Portal 2. That's definitely worth the entire thing right there. Just download Portal 2. Portal 2 is 2. incredible. Yeah. Great, Great co-op, co-op campaign. Yep. Mm-hmm. About to say the same thing. That's where it's at. Unless you're newly married and Portal 2 has just come out and <laughs> your new spouse is yelling at you because you're not aiming the portal the right direction oh, and they want to control the whole. <laughs> <laughs> great co-op, Brant. It was great. <laughs> you wanted to control that hole, sir, right? Yeah, I bet you did. Yep. <laughs> Shoot that portal hole where I tell you to. Oh, we'll uh, go ahead and go to the PlayStation games. Finally, yeah, no more lanes with gold. Whatever's happening there. So, are we getting four Xbox One games now from here on out? From are we done with three sixty games? Yeah, I think starting in September or starting after September, it's those are the last ones. Or is it like where PlayStation so, just dropped the PlayStation VR ones that we were getting, the little bonus ones know. or the PS3 ones? I don't know. I mean, it should be Xbox One titles because that's what they said they were going to give. So. I guess we'll have to wait another month and see. Yeah. It's just going to all be Game Pass stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Halo Infinite multiplayer mode. <laughs> Co-op pending. Build that community <laughs> up, man. Cameo. 
Spirits of Power or whatever that thing was called. Perfect Dark Zero Fun. (laughs) Um, I mean, you can play Perfect Dark Zero and then fire Perfect Dark afterwards. And you're like, this is not what I thought it would be. Cleanse my my palate Mm -hmm. with a good game. That 360 version of Perfect Dark runs amazing. That weird upgraded uh, OG Xbox to 360 version. Basically. GameCube. It was a GameCube title to start with, wasn't it? Blue so. Cameo as well. Not as bad as Two Human. Did anybody ever play Two Human? Two Human. No, I've never played that. The one that where they had to destroy all their copies. <laughs> yeah, so that was be like a what, seven part game or something like that. Yeah. Never know the lore. That was like a huge universe they were creating. All right, Brant. What's our PlayStation titles? Uh, so these will be available through September 6th through October 3rd. For PlayStation 5, your offering is Toem. Uh, PlayStation 4 games, we have Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. And this was, this was one of your games, wasn't it, Richard? One of your favorites, Need for Speed Heat? I didn't play a lot of this one. I played, like, the intro... To this one, I really got into Hot Pursuit the year after that. It was Hot Pursuit. There we go. Hot Pursuit. I watched the opening movie and I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think I started that one because uh, it was one of the first OLED games I want to say I tried because they said the like black levels and the lights and all that because they start you off on a night level. And um, that was very impressive, but it was not enough for me to have to go back to. Gotcha. I hear this is a decent need for speed, though. I mean, we got the we got this not one. We got Hopper on Twitter when they announced it. They were like, "The game's garbage," and they gave us a shitty one. Really? Yeah. So the consensus Ooh. is this is not a good Need for Speed. I don't. I haven't played it, so I can't say. But from what I've seen on there, but yeah, it's Twitter though. You gotta, you never tell. So right. I just know people were not. You know, like they were like another shit month. <laughs> another shit month. <laughs> you know how it is. PlayStation's had this is I'm the weakest month in a long pretty, time. Yeah, pretty good months. This is the weakest one in a yep. long, long time. But it, we're on the top tier, which gets us what? The people tend to skip well, actually, months, man. So this, uh, this is the extra stuff. Uh, will be coming in September twentieth. The mid tier. Uh, this is the game that Cesar like will not stop talking about. It, this is his game of the year right here. This, Alex this is Kidd, uh, this is Richard's favorite game. Alex Kidd in Miracle World X uh, uh, DX. There, they all suck. I, There's I not a good a conversation Alex Kidd with uh, Jim Ryan yesterday, and we're like, I, you know, we got a guy in the podcast. He's a big fan of this game. We gotta pay whatever we need to get paid. It's <laughs> on there. He's like, you know what? I think you're right. We gotta please him. So, you're right. He sent me another copy of Gran yep. Turismo too. I've got another one. Uh, it's no Alex Kidd, but uh, Death Loop also drops <laughs> into the service. Uh, um, Alex Kidd, Jesus. Here's your sleeper hit, uh, Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game five. I think I bought this. I think it was like a five dollar <laughs> Amazon PS5 really? game. I yeah, did I too, yeah. So. <laughs> uh, and those are actually those uh, PS5 offerings. Uh, but it, don't worry if you've got PS4, you can still get Alex Kidd in Miracle World dx on playstation 4 game runs on every <laughs> playstation <laughs> I, I talked to the developers and you know they dedicated their anniversary mode on there to you because you love halo anniversary we can just press the button swap over to the old 8-bit version and it swaps seamlessly with the new one it just yes. goes back and forth can you do that in this yeah it's one button press and you go back to the original one just like halo 
I'm Charlie Brown running to the football, <laughs> trying Alex Kidd again. <laughs> ah! <laughs> you also have uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh. What the heck is this? Oh, uh, chicory. Chicory. I this. Colorful tale. Oh, okay. Chicory's a brand say. game. Brant, when okay. you see screenshots, yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. recognize it. Yeah. Yeah. I, when I, I started like pouring over the description, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what that is. Uh, you also get uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2. Do we have to have played Xenoverse 1? Uh, yeah, of course. You, you, you don't get all the Dragon Ball lore unless you play all of them. This game's, still, this game's still fucking around. It's crazy. They they still got like a they're like a new season. Just like a, like season pass thirty just came out for this thing. This thing came out like twenty fourteen. They're still releasing content for this game. It's Dragon Ball as a service. Yeah, pretty much. I, I don't even know. I I I've never played before, but some people live and die by it, man. So they're trying to get people in there and spend money in their ecosystem, get the new season, well, battle pass, and all that. It's that same thing with Grand Blue. That Grand Blue is just a standard version, but there's like a season pass where you get the the last twelve characters and additional stuff. So it's like that, that's where they're trying to make their money for Grand Blue on the essentials release yeah. for the month. So, ooh, you also get on PS4 the Monster Energy game, the Supercross, the official video game five. Superfly. Yeah, but but, but uh, Richard drinks Rockstar. He doesn't drink Monster. <laughs> uh, I do like monsters. I got a pack of monsters up there. Rabbids yeah, Invasion, the Not interactive TV time. show. <laughs> Y'all want to be on the interactive TV show with the rabbits? This is the one that had a Connect version, right? On Connect. I was about to say, what Rabbids game is this? I don't know. I think this was a Connect game. Is this the one with Donkey Kong? Maybe. Sure. Donkey Kong. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, this version has Kratos because it's on PlayStation. Consoles. Kratos XCOM. <laughs> <laughs> There's your title. Um, let's see. We have Rayman Legends. Uh, for An those, excellent game, by the way. For yes. those Wii U still, exclusive. Yes. For those still waiting on your um, limited run version of Scott Pilgrim uh, versus <laughs> the World, do not worry. The complete edition is also on PlayStation <laughs> Extras. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> France digging it in deeper. <laughs> uh, Spirit Fear Farewell Fair. Edition. That's a good one, too. I've been wanting to play Spirit Fear. It's, I think that was on some, Game Pass at some point. Yeah. yeah. These are some good games coming to this service. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, uh, that one did look good. Then Richard's favorite character from Watch Dogs 2 is in there. Marcus. <laughs> oh, Watch young Marcus. Watch Dogs 2. <laughs> <laughs> and then... You gave the Watch Dog to Marcus. <laughs> He'll hack, he'll uh, blend in. He knows 11 different programming languages. And then, of course... Uh, oh, dang it. I just clicked off the article. There we go. Uh, for the premium tier, which all of us are. We did it, boys. Here yes, we go. We finally, did it, boys. Finally. This is what we've been asking for. They finally gave us some, some classic, more classic games. We get Siphon Filter 2. The one says our beat. The one that's good. <laughs> the good side of the <laughs> I said it. I don't give a fuck. I don't care who's mad. Cesar coming with the hot takes. <laughs> I'm coming in swinging, man. I, I've i admitted I have nostalgia for Siphon Filter 1. I've never played the second one. Siphon Filter 2. You know, Alex Kidd's not a good game. 
I, I put side and filter right next to it. So right next to all of these. <laughs> That's how I feel every time I fire up side and filter. You cannot put side and filter next to Alex Kidd. They're best friends. They hang out at parties. Oh, damn. No, he lights Alex Kidd on fire with Alex the Kidd taser. out on the weekends because both their games suck, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he, run, he runs past Alex Kidd looking for the bathroom is what yeah. he's doing. <laughs> they all meet up with the, the main character from Alter Beast in there. So they're all, they're that all game guy sucks. from your grave. <laughs> that game sucks. Uh, and then all the games that we uh, lost when they got rid of PlayStation they Now. Them. They found them. Uh, guess what? Some of them are coming back. Streaming. Why are they streaming, like, though? This sucks. Oh, there's a bunch of Sly Cooper offerings via PS3 streaming. Sly. Sly. Bentley's Hack Pack. The Sly Cooper Collection. Featuring and... three of the retro-inspired arcade minigames from Sly Cooper, Thieves in Time. <laughs> uh, and then, yes, uh, Thieves in Time, which was the very last game in the series we got. From Sanzaru, Facebook's own, Meta Games' own Sanzaru games. Uh, and then they actually gave us a couple of PSP offerings as well. Uh, Kingdom of Paradise and Toy Story 3. What, what is with them in these Toy Story games all of a sudden? It's, Must be uh, easy to license. Disney. They're just giving out their licenses like crazy. I think this was a this was a pack-in for the PSP one year. I, I think all the versions of Toy Story 3 were pretty solid platformers. I don't remember it as a pack-in. I think there was like a holiday bundle that it came with Toy Story 3. Probably. Cesar, what are your thoughts on Kingdom of Paradise? I know you're a fan. Yeah, it's made by Climax. I think they made the Shining Force games. They used to make a lot of Sega games, so I'm actually pretty excited about getting Kingdom of Paradise. Okay. That's a deep, deep cut. It's like it one of the one first of the, RPGs on PSP. So. I was about to say it was near a launch title. It was that and Papala Croy for a long time. I think, if I remember correctly, I was supposed to be a Dreamcast game, and they ported it over to PSP. Because hmm. they were working on Time Stalker, and then they were they were making this one Ooh. afterwards. A uh, friend of the show, Andrew, is a big fan of uh, Kingdom of Paradise. I remember him talking about it when we were... friend of the show, Andrew, who I've seen on the PS5, he has not powered off in like four days playing Destiny 2. Every time I log in my PS5, he's on Destiny 2. Console. Jesus, he's destroying it. How does that make uh, us feel when uh, we're old enough to have sold these games at retail and they're now <laughs> part of the classics catalog? <laughs> Am I in the classics? Damn, I was even out. I think it was out of retail by the time Thieves in Time and Sly Collection came out. I yeah. know I sold Kingdom of Paradise. I was out too, yeah. Cesar, you sold Siphon Filter 2 at my favorite retailer probably. I sold Max Payne on PS2 when it first came out. At Kmart when I was working there. So there we I go. Still remember My favorite that. retailer. There, yeah. I'm throwing it out there. I worked there, so. Kmart. I remember, I remember buying it. I remember working that day in electronics and then clocking out for the day and then proceeding to go up there and buy a copy of Max Payne. And then ever since then, I bought every release of uh, that franchise from that company, sir. Or Remedy stuff. Mm-hmm. What um, what was your discount at the K's of the Marts? The percentage of the tens. That's what that's what EB was too. Mm. Brent, do you ever work retail? Uh, not video game retail, but yes, I worked retail. Did you? Yes, that was um, that's a fun time. I think Always. everyone needs to do retail at some point. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely an experience. Yes. 
that's the key term there, experience. Well, that's all of our news. Let's get to games played. And I've played very little outside of Halo. <laughs> Yet again. What do you mean? Not again. We're not listening to this man. Uh, we had a good round of big team battle last last weekend. It was enjoyable. Not super aggravating. Brant, did you abandon us? I, I'm officially calling Brant off the Saturday <laughs> squad. It's like he's left us. I, I will come back for sure. We need you. I mean, he'll, he'll come back when Halo Infinite is good. We, I just... I can't argue with that at this point. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I got I got a wild here and um, put on a movie. And it we started it a little bit late. So it went it went a little late. <laughs> and afterward, I was tired. No, Brian, you live your life. Nobody cares. We're just giving yes, you yes, just giving you total grief. Just kind of for some reason, I was just like my my son had never seen the um the Nolan trilogy of Batman, mm. so I was like, okay, we're watching this one, and we literally is Saturday Batman Begins, Sunday, uh, was it Dark Knight, and then Monday was uh, Dark Knight Rises, mm. so oh. Good way Dark to watch Knight them is, too, back to back to yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. Dark Knight is still just, no matter how many times I've seen it, and I've seen it a lot. It's a it's, masterpiece. It's a damn good movie. It's a masterpiece. Yeah. Um, when we don't have over four players, we are almost exclusively automatically dropping back to Old Man Halo and playing <laughs> Combat Evolved again in Cesar's favorite sleeping position in the no, death boat. <laughs> Uh, that's how I sleep as a <laughs> me too. <laughs> Every time I see it, I crack up. How come, <laughs> how come we never made that joke before? How come it took some Twitter genius to point that out? Some VTuber on Twitter, yeah, that's what VTuber crazier, yeah. Oh, but some of those are fun. I know I played uh, Monday with you guys, and then I played later on this week with friend of the show Dale. We got a couple rounds into, and it's just. It's still buggy. We still get booted from the game and such. And there's still like times when you shoot a rocket and rocket ball or whatever and nothing happens. Like nothing goes off. Or I, I threw a grenade today and the animation went all the way through and just nothing came out. And I'm, I'm or, looking around. Or the guys that were just magically floating all over the place when we were playing. Then, uh, that did happen today. Yeah. And uh, what was it? Uh, muskets. We played muskets on Prisoner, <laughs> which is our favorite. Like that's the way to go. And Brant, they would spawn in front of you. Or somewhere in the map where you'd see them, because muskets, remember, the shotgun reaches all the yeah. way across. It's the Moonraker shotgun. So you'd see them spawn, and then by the time you're shooting, they've shifted three feet immediately. And it's like every time you would see somebody or come around a corner, it's like the game didn't render the person. It would just shift Dang. them. Yeah. It would, like, predict where they were or something. Shift it's, like, them it's, like a, it's like fighting Dio from uh, JoJo, man. It's like somebody <laughs> stopped time, just going back, and it's just shooting into nothing. Like, <laughs> And then by the time you've gotten a shot off, they know you're there and they've turned around and killed you. Yeah, so yeah. that was fun. We're, we weren't affected, but they were. I yeah, mean, I mean, unless yeah. unless we were skipping around like that, but I think uh, I think they killed me on spawn a couple times. Even though uh, but, got them, even, even though you got them in the the room lockdown where you locked down the room and they couldn't, that was the only one we won. We did win that one. No, we did Hillbringers on what was that Chilron, Ill yeah. Chilron or something is the name of the level. Yeah, and they get. Was that? Is it chill out? It's chill, Ron, specifically on this one because it's like a PC level. Remember, this wasn't in the original Xbox. Got one? you. It's the one where we go into that room, like Cesar's talking about. Yeah. We hold that bridge at the top, and then like the middle way, and then the basement. 
Yeah. And they kept rushing us. And I, did time run on on that one, Cesar? I don't think nope. we got to 50. Yeah. We didn't because yeah. they, yeah. That, that was the one that Gearbox made, right? The PC one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Randy Pitchford special. And yeah, the flamethrowers. That's, that's, flame... that's why you couldn't disappear in that game. <laughs> and the flamethrowers aren't in original uh, CE either. The one we do on land parties and such. So we did beat them on that. The same team that been handing us our asses for like three straight rounds. We got them on that one. <laughs> like this is our round. Uh, friend of the show, Russell was in on that one too. So that was a good time. And we had a rando that ended up joining. He would never join our party, but he kept inviting us to a game. So we all like jumped in there with him. And then we couldn't talk to him. And it was like, okay, but we had a we had a good fourth player, like a a rando. For all those hours in that game, it's it's fun when somebody like wants to be on your squad and interact, you know, build that community type thing. So I sent them a friend invite. Maybe we'll play again with them later. But that is the extent of my games played over the past week. Uh for me, I got the the golden egg. The Pac-Man repack of game you can't find anymore. Richard. It is. Mine just shipped today. Mine shipped from Target. <laughs> hey, I forgot you, you, uh, yours. I, I gave up. I, I canceled mine. I actually got out of bed after Richard's like, hey, it's near your Walmart. And I was like, let me go down there and see if they got it. And lo and behold, there's three copies of that. Damn. Uh, it was right. Each console. Because um, the, uh, the other Walmart I sent you, I was there the next day and there were zero copies. Yeah, but they were supposed to have some there, right? They were supposed to. Yeah, so they sold out, I guess. I was gonna order mine from Best Buy, and Best Buy was like, uh, "Russell's in the chat saying Muskets Mirage." Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good name. Um, but yeah, I ended up buying the copy there. I think the closest Best Buy was in Macon. They're like, "Hey, you can buy it and drive here." I'm, like, I'm not driving to Macon for that copy shit. Oh, no. shit. But, uh, I, I don't know it's what's going on. It's out everywhere. It's gone on Amazon. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Everybody's after that new Pac-Man game. The new old Pac-Man. Yeah. Well, I was I was telling I was telling uh Cesar Brand I was like I cannot tell the missus I'm going out to get the new Pac-Man game. She's not gonna believe me. Like, okay, sure. What are you actually after? No, I'm going after a Pac-Man. <laughs> game. I'm not an idiot. I know more video games than Pac-Man. What are you leaving the house to go do? <laughs> I promise it's Pac-Man. It's gonna be you buying another Broca NFL Blitz arcade machine again, <laughs> and you going with me to pick it up, <laughs> <laughs> and you swearing up and down to her you're gonna get working. Still doesn't work. And now they've announced I've sat on that broken blitz machine for so long they've announced arcade one up has been like, fine, Richard, we'll make you a new one. We'll yeah, create a brand should, new one. You should buy the arcade one up one and just take out the guts from the other one and just slide that one in there. Yeah. There's no late hits. There's no late hits. I'm not playing that bastard blitz. <laughs> bastard blitz. I didn't even watch the video when you sent it to me because somebody on Twitter's like, Yeah, without the late hits, I was like, This is dead to me. <laughs> so I was like, I didn't even, I didn't, I'm not even getting invested in it. I only watched the video because it's Dan Marino showing it off, and he's just there in his house slippers. You can tell he does yeah. not give a shit about this thing. He's just there in his house slippers. Like, what's this? Am I in this game? <laughs> <laughs> then people are like, why do they make these things so small? I'm like, yeah. he's next to Dan Marino. It's a giant human being. What do you I'll, think? I'll play the version I won the Super Bowl in. All right. Um. There's, he's still waiting on that one. I'll fix my Blitz machine before he gets that machine. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I played some Pac-Man World Repack, and this is like a remake of a PS1 game that was ported over the Game Boy Advance. I think I had the Game Boy Advance one over there. Some, How does some... that one look compared to the PlayStation version? I, I kind of want to see those two. I kind of, I, I got to look for them, man. It's, it, I got like a box of all my GBA games that I hope work still, because, you know, some of those are battery saves, and I'm sure they're 
some of those. I probably have to open up and resolder those yeah. batteries. But um, that's gonna be fun one day. Um, solder party. Basically. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 a 3D Pac-Man game made in Unity that um very much takes from like a like a little bit of everything like any platforming from that time and era from the PS1 age, which is like a little bit of Escape in there, uh, some stuff from Mario 64. Uh, I don't know. There's some Crash Bandicoot-esque levels in there where you're running away from the screen and the screen's running towards you and. Um, it's got a little bit of everything in there. I'm looking at it like, uh, I, I mean, it's not very cohesive. It's like they just took like stuff like, hey, I think this game is cool. Let's incorporate this in there. But I mean, it's the same collectathon where you you go through each level. I mean, the whole game starts off. You start off as Pac-Man, who I guess his family, the Pac family, or, or throwing the birthday party for him. And uh, there's this thing called Talk Talkman, T-O-C man and it's i i call him metal pack man it's like it's clearly a rip off of um of metal sonic uh it's like the evil version of pac-man it's like like oh you know he comes in there and uses all the ghosts to kidnap the family which is uh no longer miss pac-man it's pac-mom for whatever reason and you got a uh, professor pac-man the dog some <clears throat> weird thing and the kids <clears throat> so he comes back to this party and they're all gone and they were like they were supposed to go there and do one job and and, and connect uh pack uh, and kidnap pac-man so they ended up doing it so but uh and it, which is funny because I'm, I'm looking at the sign when they left they trashed this place and then they like it looks like they threw shit on top of the happy birthday sign because like <laughs> damn they just threw shit on there it's like like pieces of poo on there it's like it's supposed to be dirt but i just thought it's funny i was it's like man they just like it's like they're like fuck you and your party man um so, I mean, that's, that's the whole thing it starts out is, and then it brings up into this overworld. So, are you sound bad on my side? Is that just me? I don't know. It, di- it didn't start doing it until literally you got up, took your headphones off. Really? Yeah. What is happening with this setup today? I don't know. I don't know. So, um, what is that? Oh, yeah. So, it breaks down to... You're in this overworld where you have to go rescue this family. And I think you have three levels that are available to you. One was like a pirate-themed one. Uh, one that's like a ruins. And then another one's like in space. So the beginning level, it starts out, I mean, you got a whole bunch of things you got to do. So it, it, there's mazes. There's You got to collect pack dots. There's... And, you know, you have this double bounce attack where they call the blood bounce. And you can do, you have the Naruto run, which I call the Naruto run, which is doing this the whole time. And <laughs> yeah. In place. And, and there's different forms of attack in there. So, I mean, the whole object of the game is a collective on. So you have to, they'll show you at the beginning, like, hey, collect all the names for Pac-Man and collect this key and unlock the family. And, and the only thing that's really unique in there is that there's some puzzle-based stuff where, like, you have to get certain fruits to unlock certain doors to get certain things that are locked behind it to continue on with the level. Uh... Outside of that, I think the biggest thing that's different is that the boss battles are very different. So, um, the game's not easy, surprisingly. There's an easy mode, kind of like a Funky Kong, like a, the Donkey Kong thing. So, like, if you die three times, it's like, dang, you suck at this game. You want to turn on easy mode? I'm like, just let me, let me do this. Like, let me figure this out. It warns you, though? It, like, just like, hey, you suck. You want to do easy mode? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good, you know. But, um, I'll, I'll, I'll Outside of that, I mean, it's pretty good. I think I've gotten to the 
first three worlds, and it's actually pretty fucking difficult as you go through. I'm in the third world, and it's like it's there's some bullshit stuff. Like it has lasers, and you got to run up the, the ramp, and you and it's not like you you get it's like very margin of error is very small. So it's like you have to get up right where the laser's shooting. You have to run from there. And you got to do it and launch before the laser hits you. So there's so many bullshit things where I'm flying off, and I'm like, yeah, there's some bullshit stuff in there, man. That game is like the fucking Dark Souls of Pac-Man platform games. Man. <laughs> so it's like it, it's there. Like there's some stuff I'm like, okay, sure, yeah, like that. I'll jump and miss a area or something like that. So it's just they'll do weird shit in that game, man. So, but it, it's surprisingly difficult. But each boss battle is very unique so like the first one was like an airship and you have to like launch these little shields and bounce the bombs back from like these trampolines and the second one was like you had to fight anubis and it's like i told you earlier brian you're running away from the screen like there's like this mummy chasing you and you're running away from it and it's like fucking uh crash bandicoot so you're like you have to jump over these spikes and yeah lava. it's like they, they take a, like a bunch of random shit from random platform games it's like i like this let's store it in here and i I haven't gotten to the third boss yet. I'm like, that's in the area I'm in right now. So I think after you beat those first three initial levels, it opens up the gate to Middle Pac-Man. Not his real name. And then from there, you get the, the final three enemies in that game. So it's not a long game. I think I'm only like an hour and 30 minutes. I'm almost past the first three levels. I think there's only like six levels in that game. So oh, wow. But it's, it's a whole bunch of random shit in there. Like they have Mac, they have like the Pac-Man mazes you have to go in there and complete. And like the old school 2D one above head stuff in there. And they get more difficult because they add like lasers in there. I'm like, what? I mean, I don't know what the fuck's happening, man. There's some stuff on there that's just bullshit. It's straight bullshit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I played a good bit of that. Uh, I've been fucking around with some other games, but I'll probably talk about it more once I get through there. Because I, I did um, I did play some uh, Soul Hackers too, but I'm only like five hours in that game, so I, I don't have much to talk about it yet. It's that five, first five hours, like, hey, this is how you play the game. Hey, gotcha. you know. Jeez. Here's a tutorial. Hey, I'm like, oh god, just let me figure it out. Stop popping up and asking me shit all the time. But I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. I don't want to go into too much detail, but I'll go more as I go through. But I'm having a good time with uh, with uh, Soul Hackers too. So, um, I guess that is it. I'll kick it over to you, Grant. So. All right. Um, I finished my. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh! Rush Duel Dawn of the Battle Royale. Um, finished the story mode. There's some post-game stuff you can do. Did some post-game stuff. I still haven't collected, like, every card or, you know, every last little thing you can buy because there's a bunch of icons and stuff you can buy for uh, to display uh, when you go online and stuff like that. But I And cosmetics because you can buy different sleeves and things to customize your your cards and play mat and whatnot but i didn't care too much about that but i beat mm-hmm. that um no brain you're supposed to spend a hundred dollars in cosmetics <laughs> i now actually you sound, now you sound fine Cesar. it's weird i actually don't know if there is a way to do that that's that's my one complaint with the game the like the in-game currency it's rather grindy because there's when you battle somebody for the first time you get like maybe a thousand or 1200 points but then if you go through and battle them again you might only get 300 and um like a pack of cards in the game is like a thousand 
Um, but then there's also like a special part in the shop that has a rotating stock of like more valuable cards or, or, or like featured stuff that pops up. And they're always, there's like maybe one that's maybe 500, but then you look at the other ones and it's like, this one's 2000 and then this one's 18 and this one's 22 and you'd have to save up a good bit to buy a lot of that stuff. So that's why I didn't really worry about it. Plus there's, there's a place for um, passwords in this game. And I looked up, um, you know, what, what passwords were available for this game. And it unlocks a bunch of stuff for you, different like rare cards and whatnot. So, um, and I know that they're already making another one. Konami, I guess, has a show coming up. So there's there's a another one coming out. Um, I guess within the next year or so. Ooh, are they the ones with the show coming up from a with the announcement from a beloved franchise? Yeah. That so BGC says is not Castlevania, Kona- or uh, Konami, Silent Hill, or Metal Gear. <laughs> Is that yeah. it? Is that a Yu-Gi-Oh announcement? You think? Mm, no, they, we we already know about this. It's, yeah, it's already, a, I think there's already another Yu-Gi-Oh game they're announcing on there, anyways. This, yeah, this it's it's the there's there's like a bunch of Yu-Gi- different Yu-Gi-Oh games because there's a bunch of stuff that's like iOS and Android stuff, and then there's um, gosh, bless you. Uh, I think I think the new one is it's basically got the same naming convention as this one. It's like Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, Dual Strike. It's it's like Yu-Gi-Oh. Dawn of the Battle Royale. Uh, Rush Duel. Go Rush or something. Cause it's it it's got a weird name convention. But uh, I don't know. I, I'd be interested to know what exactly the beloved franchise is. That's not one of the big things that you think about when you <laughs> yeah. think Konami. So turtles, we already got all of our turtles. I was games. about to say the other thing that I, that just came in yesterday was, uh, the Cowabunga collection. And let me tell you, I spent probably five, 10 minutes just going through this. So when you boot it up, you get a nice, uh, nice intro, uh, with the retro, uh, retro song and everything awesome the the options at the at the main menu you have the games you have online local play you have the options and then you have turtles layer so when you go into when you go into turtles layer there's a bunch of more options so there's like a search um but then when you get into the the other options here you have a boxes and manuals and it literally just shows like a bench with like all the different boxes laying on it. And oh. you can you can hit uh, you can go into there and actually go into uh, all the different box arts, front and back and everything and uh, manuals. This is the manual episode. Uh, ads and catalogs. So there's a bunch of high risk oh, like flyers and stuff. There's a bunch of high risk scans. When this you go into this, it says magazine advertisements and there's about 37 pages of different magazine advertisements you can look at. And then there's catalogs and media kits and there's 10 pages of this stuff. This is how you do a collection. Uh, Comic books. There are six different comic books 
you can look at or like comic book series maybe or it's possibly wow uh no it's this... like it's like the full comic book it looks like cesar is this the chris kohler collection was he the one putting all this together his dream project uh, i believe so yes i think it was chris kohler yeah uh there's a section for the animated shows uh so you can click into each different one uh 87, uh, 2003, 2012, 2018, and you can look at, um, once you go in, it shows each, uh, every different season, how many seasons it has, and you can click on whichever season you want to look at, and it'll, uh, it has, like, some art and everything from the episodes. Um, wow. They have a behind-the-scenes thing, uh, style guide excerpts uh teenage mutant ninja turtles nes uh some of the gbas and nes stuff there's a it's a bunch of behind the scenes for those uh there's a whole just music player and you can pick any of the music from any of the games um that's also a, a big plus there's a strategy guide uh section how does that work it's to it's me guides scanned in there to me, it reminds me of that uh, original, the official Nintendo's player guide, the black book. I've got it yeah. up here where yep. you open it up and it's got like, here's how your character moves. Here's some of the stuff in the game. And it gives you like maybe the first couple levels. That's right. basically this kind of thing. But it, it goes over like the magazine versions of strategy guides. back yeah. in the day. It looks like it goes over. Like a little bit of each game, just just a very little bit. Some of the move sets and stuff you can do. Um, but yeah, just just going through all of that because that's just in the turtles layer option. There's a whole lot you can get lost in in there. I was I was looking at all those ads and excerpts. That's and awesome. Little things. It's <laughs> it's I pretty love damn old cool. Video game ads. Is it all unlocked straight from the beginning? Or yeah. Is there, yeah. Okay. You, I just dove straight in. Like I said, I, I spent at least 10 minutes looking, going through and looking at it because I was blown away. I'm like, oh, look at this. Oh, look at this. Because <laughs> I think if I remember right, that Sonic collection, Cesar got, it had some of that type stuff in there, but you had to like spend currency to unlock the collectible things in it. Yeah. Some weird coinage. Yeah. The coins, the coins in the Sonic game that you would collect. Uh, and then... it Sounds like a hell of a collection. I'm glad we all oh, supported yeah. it. Um, would you get super, it for Grant? You got uh, it for I got Switch? it. I got it for Switch, but uh, I mean, I'm. I'd honestly, I'd buy it again for something else too, just to support it. Yeah. I know I have it for Switch and PS5, so I think. Same. Cesar has those, so if we want to get some crazy multiplayer going, and you do want to pick another one, if you pick the PlayStation, <laughs> <laughs> that we could chat over, because I, as I think yeah. about playing Switch games online, it's like okay, and then we got to figure out yeah, how we Discord. can all chat. With each other, yeah, Discord, some third-party solution. Um, so it's a good-ass collection, huh? Yeah, I uh, and before the show, I booted up uh, and started playing, and even finished um, the arcade version of the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, you have uh, rewind features. You've got. Um, different screen options you can do like a, a zoom to cover the whole screen you can do the original fit you can do yes. a um 
Scan lines? Uh, a, a, like a, a zoomed-in fit. Uh, you, there's like LCD monitor, uh, LCD screen, TV, uh, monitor filter, yes. stuff like that. So it gives it, yeah, it gives you those different filters and scan line, line styles and things. It's a proper uh, collection. There's a, a border and you can just turn the border on or off. Um, it was damn good. Uh, that, that one, I could definitely tell it was an old arcade title. Um, made to eat quarters because there's definitely yep. some some cheap enemy placements or hazard placements, and definitely a lot of ways you can get locked into just getting hit over and over. Um, that was and, the and first game. Life. That was the first game right at right yes. at the Turtle Mania, and uh, if you watch that, I think it was on Netflix, the Toys That Made Us. If you watch that um, documentary, the one on the turtles, they talk about getting it into the arcade and like crowds of kids just immediately pumping cores into it um but of course with this version being on anything everything now uh there's a button just to add credits so as it should be i mean you just hit there spam that button and it just yells cowabunga every time you add a thing so i mean replay mode just at one point, I just was kept hitting it to hear ka 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 cowabunga. So, uh, but it's um, it, it's it's still good. Um, even even with the the cheapness, because you have these extra options. Yeah. You know, it's I'm really not, curious. To it's not like eating the... forty dollars of your money in quarters. Yeah, you're not going in there with rolls of quarters and trying trying not to burn them up. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really curious to try some of the offshoots that kind of slid under the radar that I may not have played more than a handful of times, like the Game Boy titles. Yeah, and... I'm really curious about those Game Boy offerings. So, and that's cool that you have the arcade one because I don't know that mm-hmm. that did, did arcade one up ever do one of those turtles. Did they ever do that they one? Or did, did they do turtles like... in time? I believe. Okay, I, I I think it was turtles in time that they did the the and they, it was the four player arcade. Um, yeah, machine. So with the four sticks on it. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. I'm gonna have to check this one out in the next week. You got to get out your arcade stick and. Yes. <laughs> Bang the shit out of it. Make noise all over the voice chat. Yes, I do. Bang the shit out of it. <laughs> I was about to say get... the last time you were playing it, that's all we could hear. Like click, 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 click. We got to get back to Shredder's Revenge. I'll go in there and knock down that uh that mic monitoring. I'll knock that down pretty good. <laughs> But um, yeah, I um, I'll probably play uh, Turtles in Time, the arcade arcade version. Um, and then I'm really curious about Hyperstone Heist, uh, the Genesis mm-hmm. Genesis game because I've I've never played that one. Actually, I have a copy of this. Really? Mm-hmm. And then of course those um, uh, those Game Boy games. Because I've titles. I never really dabbled into those, and I'd be I'd be very interested to see what those are like. So they even like... have the the extremely hard NES version of the, the Turtles arcade port, like the impossible version. Can't get past the dam. Can't get past the dam. Can't disarm the bombs underwater in time. <laughs> the original uh, bullshit game. Um. But yeah, that's that's really it. All right, gents, is that it for us? Anything else to add? 
No, I think that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you. Adios. We'll be right back.